Blog Talk Radio. Blessings, 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 and a gracious good afternoon to you today, or maybe morning, maybe evening, where you're hearing the sound of my voice. At any rate, welcome to the It's Real Radio talk show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James, and it is always indeed a pleasure and an honor to meet with you in the airwaves. We give God all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all things. For in all things, he is to be glorified. Welcome to the show today, my beautiful co-host, Miss Tanya. How are you? I am awesome. Little sleepy, it's overcast down here. Not really chilly, Mm -hmm. but just overcasty, a little rainy on and off. Mm -hmm. So it has a tendency to just make you relax and just get kind of like a veggie. How are you, sis? Yes, ma'am. I can relate to that wholeheartedly. I was like, I am not going outside my door today. <laughs> but I, so I, I definitely feel you. I definitely feel you. But I am phenomenal. I am wonderful. I thank and praise God for he truly continues to be on the throne of my heart. So I cannot be discouraged in anything because I know in all things he has my back. So it's all good. It's all good. So uh, today we are obviously continuing to encourage all of you out there in radio land, cyberspace, wherever you are right now, um, in to continue to be all that you can be and continue on your journey to prominence, knowing that God has greatness wrapped up in you and through you. And my sister um, has been dealing with things um, pertaining to your word. So our topic today is what is the fruit that your words are producing? We know the word of God says that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, and out of the abundance of the heart a man speaks. So whatever it is that you are allowing your lips to give um, credence to, will have a great bearing on what your destiny produces. So I'm going to turn it over to her and let her share her heart on this topic. But, again, we are here today to encourage you to use your words wisely. So, Ms. Tanya, you can take it away. You're awesome, sis. Thank you. I mean that from the bottom mm-hmm. of my heart. When my sister was asking today what would the show be about, and she wanted to stay on the same page as if, as to what are we doing, what God has called us to do. So what I had told my sister was our words and what we say and what we speak and what we're doing, our deeds, have a lot to do with if we're lining up with what we're supposed to be doing, what God has called us to do. We have so much, you know, and the new year came in. I don't, I'm not a new year's resolution person at all. I just try to do better and better as I can. I used to, you know, um, believe every year. Um, I was the kind of person I believe that whatever you were doing on New Year's, that's what you'd be doing all year. So if you sleep, oh, my God, you were going to be sleeping all year. If you did this if you mm-hmm. did that, that's what you'd be doing all year. Okay, I want to let everybody know that's all based upon superstition, and that is not good. What I'm trying to tell everybody is, like what the Word of God says, live each day as it is your first for tomorrow's not promised to you. I'm not saying go out there and live crazy. Ah, the world's going to end. No, no, not that. 
But what you should be doing is just taking every moment and everything that you're doing as being very important. What we need to know Mm -hmm. is every breath that we take. Just take a breath right now as if you do it. Do an exercise and just breathe out. Well, guess Mm -hmm. what? That's the power of God right there. That's not the power of Elder Colette. That's not the power of Tanya. That's the power of God. Every time you take a deep breath and you're able to let it out, that's God. What's very important is something I wanted to share with everybody because it's the passion of my heart. I didn't realize that I had spoke more death into my life than anybody could. I did more damage to my soul, to myself, than anybody. It's easy, yes. People spoke things to me in my life. People said things in my life. But it's really up to you as an individual if you're going to allow it to be activated in your life. I remember my grandmother said before she left, and everything my grandmother said, I took verbatim, people. Please hear me. And not that she told me to do it. It's just something in my heart that I did as a young girl. Everything my grandmother said, she didn't realize it. I took verbatim. So I remember my grandmother telling me one time, you're not going to get married. You're going to be an ogre. You're gonna. She didn't mean it like that, you guys. But you gotta hear me. You know, you're gonna you're gonna be by yourself. You're not gonna want to be dealing with anybody. And I thought, wow, wow, whoa, whoa. And I remember, before I did get married, I remember saying, oh my God, this will never happen. Oh my God, this will never be. And you know, we have a tendency, people, to be able to put things into existence by what we think, by what we feel. Our abilities, people don't believe that, but there is power in those things that you do. I don't mean to talk it through because I'm going to take it over to my sister now because I think my sister understands what, what point I'm trying to make in this. What are you speaking into your life? Are you speaking that you can? Are you speaking that you, you know that in spite of what's around you, you know that you're going to? Are you saying I'm going or are you saying I can't? Are you saying that this is what's going to happen? Are you going to say, but maybe, you know, yeah. If this don't happen, maybe this. Well, I'm here to tell you that your words that you speak are very powerful. Your actions are based upon the words that you speak. So that's, that's why words are more even powerful. And it's hard to put place in, in what God has seen in your life. If you're not speaking the right thing, you have to speak things as though they were. Not what you're looking at right now. You have to speak things into existence how you want to be. Not what somebody said to you before 10 years ago, what somebody said to you last year, what somebody said to you yesterday. You're not here because of what somebody's spoken to your life. You're here because of what you've spoken to your own life, and you're here about what you've allowed things to be spoken into your life. Does that make sense, sis? It does. It does. Um, but I, and it, what you said is powerful. Um, and I agree that, you know, the power of words is monumental, without a doubt. With the word, with words, God shaped and formed the universe, so with his word. Um, but I also believe that we have the power and the ability to come against negative words that have been spoken over and about us. Um, Amen. I have, I, I, um, Almost, good Lord, this thing has been going on for 10 years, but I am almost finished with um, my autobiography novel. It is, I've taken my life story and turned it into a novel because I just um, believe that though I want to, I don't mind sharing my story. Everybody connected to me may not want their story shared. So I turned it into a novel, changed the names to forget, to um, to protect the guilty, um, and I am just about done. That's kind of where I've been at today and trying to wrap it up. But one of the things I did yesterday was I wrote my dedication for the front of the book. And my very first dedication went something as as this. Um, it said, to my naysayers, to for every, this is my response, I'm sorry, to my naysayers, this is my response to every negative word you have spoken about me, over me, or to me, to every hurtful word that has been uttered, my response is two words, and those two words are, but God. And I firmly believe in my heart 
that, you know, negative words that have been spoken over you or about you or to you, including the words that you have spoken, God has given you the power to renounce them, to decree and declare that they will not prosper because his word said that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every word, every word that has been spoken in judgment to condemn me, it will be condemned. Those words will not prosper in my life. So I believe that with everything that is within me, that the words that have been spoken over me, to me, or about me, that does not align themselves up with God's word for my life will not prosper. Now, I'm saying this for a reason, and that reason is to solidify what my sister just said about how powerful words are and the words we speak over into ourselves and about ourselves. You know, there are times when you have to stop, (laughs) look, and listen to what you are saying. Behold, look, listen. Amen. Behold, what is coming out of your mouth regarding your circumstance, your situation, your life. Again, your words are shaping your destiny. So stop. And go and look at the mirror and say, you know what, Lord, I renounce every word that I have spoken against me. Every word of fear, every word of doubt, every word of self-loathing, because we have all, well, maybe not all of us, but let me speak for me. We have, I have walked through periods of time where I self-loathed myself. I hated me. Okay. So, you know, trying to get someone else to love me was fruitless because I didn't love me. So all those different things, those mindsets, those words that we have allowed to to escape out of our mouth concerning us, we need to stop and renounce them as well. And then you take that stand against every word that has been spoken about you, to you, or over you from someone else. Every word of witchcraft, every spirit of divination, everything that the enemy has used others to come against you with, you decree and declare shall not prosper in your life. This is continuing on with taking your place of prominence. This is continuing on with recognizing who you are and whose you are and the greatness that God has placed within you. So I come in agreement with what she's saying, but I really wanted to bring out the the point of you have the power to overcome all of that. Don't just sit there and believe everything that has been said because they said you wouldn't amount to anything, because they said that you weren't smart enough, because they said you weren't pretty enough, because they said you weren't good enough. You have taken all of that to heart and allowed those to manifest within your life. So we're encouraging you today to renounce every one of them and believe what thus saith the Lord about your life. Those are only those and your words. I used to say only what God has said matters. True, and He's shown me that only what He and I say about me matters. Okay, Amen. Because I Amen. That's what I said. Right. And alignment right. with what He has said. So my words are powerful and important as his. Go ahead, sis. That's why I did it. I love when you talk like that, sis. That just brings the fire out in you, and that just really excites me. And that's why I brought Mm -hmm. that up, and that's what the show is really all about. It's real, and let's keep the real talk show. Because we're talking about real topics and real issues. So I was trying to let everybody out there know how we get stuck sometimes and what we believe. And then my sister showed you the other part of, when you say, okay, that's it, okay, I know what you said, but that's not true. See, that comes back to that saying a long time ago, sticks and stones may break my bones, but your words can never hurt me. And that's what I have to tell a lot of people out there right now because we're still walking in defeat because of what someone does. Whether you lose a job, whether you lose a companion, whether somebody walk away, whether your kids are acting crazy, whatever it is, that doesn't stop your show. That doesn't stop what you're supposed to be doing. I'm here to tell everybody right now. I remember me telling the Lord one day, yeah, but daddy, this is happening and this is going on and this is happening. And I heard a soft voice and this is what he whispered in my soul. Tanya, there's always going to be something. There's always going to be something, people. 
to stop you. Don't let that stop you. There's many hills that you got to climb. There's many mountains sometimes. It seems impossible. But we can do all things through Christ that we know that he is us. Nothing should be impossible. And if that mountain seems like it's too hard to climb, then you might be climbing the wrong mountain. Because, see, that's what happens, Mm. too, in our walk and our journey. We over there climbing a mountain, God saying, what you doing over there? That ain't Mm. even your mountain. That's 10 years down the road. You need to get back over here. And understand this mountain Mm. that you're climbing right here. I'm telling everybody that for a reason. I used to worry 10, 15 years up the road. What's just happened? Oh, my God, if I do this, what's going to happen? Stop living Mm. your life in fear and impossibilities of what you feel like your life may be like. Stop casting down imaginations. That's a very big one right now that I want to share with people. Mm -hmm. The word of God tells you Mm -hmm. don't be casting down imagination. See, what we do sometimes is we can sit there sometimes minding our own business. You ain't doing anything. And before you know it, the devil then took you into a dream of what could have happened or what could happen or if or shit or whatever. Before you know it, you daydreaming, you're going, whoa, 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 what just happened? What just happened is because you keep casting down imagination. What keeps happening is no, you keep said, thinking wait, about wait, wait, the word wait, Pam, Pam, let me correct you really quick. The word says cast down vain imagination. It tells you to cast down vain imagination. Go ahead. Correct. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Amen. And thank you, Jesus. And I tell people Amen. that's why I'm on the show, too, because I learned. And I've learned a lot since I have been on this show. But I'm telling people, you bind that spirit. Bind that spirit and know that it doesn't come up against you. You have to bind everything in your life that you do not want to to take place or what you feel may be taking place or whatever it is. But again, your actions are only because of what you speak out of your mouth right now. If you can, you will. How long has it Mm -hmm. taken you, sis, to to do your autobiography? How long has it taken you? Ten years. Ten years. This is so funny. And it just clicked into my spirit yesterday because I pulled up one of the, the old, 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 um, renditions of it, right? And it said on a copyright copyright 2008. I was like, oh my God, it's been 10 years. It's just like that's insane. But but nevertheless, praise be unto God, this year it's being published, so I thank and praise God. Amen. But you didn't give up though, Pastor. You didn't think until nope. one minute. You start doing it. See what I'm saying to people? I'm one of those kind of people, I promise you. If it don't seem like it's working the first 30 minutes of my life, I'm like, it ain't working. Move on. I'm one of those kind of people. But I've had to learn. You got to hear me, people, because this messes up relationships. This messes up jobs. This messes up friendships. This messes up a lot of situations in your life. You have to have the patience to see it through with God. If you're walking with God, you have to, you have to see it through with him. A lot of times it's not, it don't, man, I look at my life sometimes, I'm like, hold up a minute, Lord, can we just move this, shift this over here, and then move this over here for me, and then if you shift <laughs> that and move that over here, I'm telling you something, I'm telling you, Lord, I think it's going to work out perfect. It's not going to work <laughs> like that, people. God is not a genie in a bottle. The clay doesn't tell the potter, who, how do you, I want you to make me a vase. Don't make me a bowl. I know you want me to be a bowl today, but I feel like being a vase today. That's my favorite, mm. favorite scripture in line for people now. The potter wants to put you back together again. He wants to mm-hmm. put you back together the way that you need to be. A lot of us out there mm-hmm. are trying to make ourselves a bowl. A lot of us out there are trying to, we're on dreams right now that's not even what we're supposed to be doing. I can't do what my mm. sister does. It seems exciting. It seems fun what my sister does. And I remember I, sometimes I looked at my sister and I thought, man, she travels all the time. She gets to do this all the time. That's easy. Until one time she let me see her job, what she really had to do, and I took off running the first 15 minutes. I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> Ain't no way. You know what I'm saying? The first sign, I'm like, I'll be like going off. Here, what I'm trying to say to you is this. Your words, what you speak into your life are very important. But know and ask God the story of your book. Because your, your book may not be Rosa Parks. Your book, your book may not be Peter or Paul's in the Bible. A lot of us read it and we think Amen. that that's what we're supposed to be doing. And that's not mm. what we're supposed to be doing. And it's so important yeah. because we have wasted endless years, time, 
and everything that's what's so more important, trying to do and be what somebody else or what, or what you've seen or what you believe somebody else has done. Their greatness is not yours. God designed you for your own greatness, not for somebody else's, but for your own. So it's so important, our prayers that we pray right now. It's so important, our thoughts that we're thinking right now. It's so important. And if you don't know, Mm -hmm. it's so important to tell somebody you don't know. Amen. Amen, amen. And you know what? There's no shame in saying you don't know. I have no shame in saying it because that's the only way I can learn, you know. And a lot of times, Pastor um, Dion tells us this all the time, but you have to unlearn what you think you know so you can learn what you don't know. You know, sometimes we have the wrong perception of things, and God is saying, wait, wait, no, no, let me correct you. Let me correct your thinking. Let me correct how you're handling situations so that you can do that according to my desire for your life. So never, never um, be intimidated by saying, I don't know. I mean, it's, just, it's honesty, you know, and sometimes you have to admit that to yourself. I really don't know what to do in this situation. Therefore, Lord, I need you. Please give me direction. Please give me guidance. You know, he is your father. Your father is there for you and truly, truly, truly desires to enable you to be all that he has created you to be and called you to be. But if you're so caught up in your own self and thinking you know everything and can't nobody tell you anything, then you're going to miss the mark 90% of the time. I'm not going to say you're going to always be wrong, but you're going to be wrong a whole lot once you shut down it and no longer avail yourself to learning. And the first place you need to go for education is the fruit of the Spirit. The first place you need to go is the Holy Ghost who lives within you because the Word of God said that he has been placed there to teach you all spiritual things and things begin first in the Spirit and then materializes in the natural. So you need to be able to tap into that. You need to be able to tap into the Spirit of God that resides within you. He is there for purpose and he is there to enable you to enable you to get to your destiny. He's not there to hinder you, but to be a blessing to you. So understand that. You have an ally within you that will walk beside you every step of the way. So a lot of times, you know what, Tam, we just got to come out of our pride, (laughs) you know, our arrogance. You know, I am very confident in who I am, but I'm not self-righteous in it, nor am I cocky in it, because I know my shortcomings as well as my strengths. Amen. Amen. And you know know, what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. That's what I always, um, honestly, always adored about you and always loved about you, because you always had a knack of self-confidence. Where I struggled for a very, very, very long time, didn't realize what was really embedded in me. I didn't realize what was given to me. I didn't realize how much God had loved me. So I struggled with myself for a very, very long, long, long time. And that's why I'm bringing the topic up, because I want to ask people a question out there. How many of you are still stuck? Because I'm not stuck anymore, and I thank God for that. I give God the praise for that, that I'm no longer in the chains of bondage anymore to what I thought or could have or should have been. Um, I've, I've ruined relationships and and, and different things up the road because of that, because of what I thought was going to happen. Tam, you got muffled all of a sudden. Tanya, we can barely hear you. Are you on an earpiece or something? No, actually, I'm not. Can you hear me better now? Okay, sis? there you are. Now, yeah, there you a are. A little better? I don't know what happened, but awesome. I'm much better. Go ahead. Thank you. But... But what I wanted to tell everybody is, for how long did I get stuck in myself? How long did I allow the things that people had said to me since I was a little girl affect my todays as a grown woman? What I'm here to say is, you can't go back to what you wish you could have, should have, would have thought your father could have done or your mother could have done differently for you to turn out different. It's up to you. It's up to you what you want to be. And again, when you put what you, your desires and your hearts into God's hands, 
He'll make you be what he created you from the beginning to be. Not anything else, but something wonderfully made and something wonderfully perfect in his eyes for his glory. Mm -hmm. And understand, we got to understand something. When he makes us over, when he creates us over, when he puts drops down in our spirit, what we're supposed to be doing, whether it's my sister's autobiography or whatever it is, it's not for your glory. It's for his. It's for the deliverance of others. We're not on this earth living for Christ for us. It took a long time. I'm like, Lord, you gave me these gifts. Yeah, you gave them to me. But he had to yank my chain to let me know. The reason why I gave you the gift of speaking in tongues wasn't for you. And so you can talk okay. to me because you told me you could. You need to talk to me in secret and tell me things that you didn't even want the devil to hear. That's why I gave you that gift. And then I went on to go, mm-hmm. okay. Well, when I gave you that gift of prophecy, that gift of prophecy was for you to go around and tell everybody everything and all their secrets. I gave it so you can let okay. the people know the signs of the time and the things that are coming and that I still exist. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, man. Smash my face. Okay, Lord, I give mm. it. When I gave you that husband, see, you thought I was giving you that husband for you. But, see, I was giving that husband for you, but it was for me with your relationship with me because I wanted to keep you because I knew you had a problem mm-hmm. being kept. See, we mm-hmm. have to really realize the reasoning for the things in our lives. We take things for granted verbatim. Our kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. My child is still acting crazy from time to time. But you know what I thank God for? If you guys would have been paying attention to the show for the last two years, I promise you, you walked through it with me. The strain and the pain of my heart. Now, I realize it wasn't about her in the first place. It was about the Father okay. showing me what he can do in me, in my strength. Now, every time she act crazy, mm-hmm. I go, Lord, she don't belong to me. She belong to you. I don't Amen. stay up all night Amen. like I used to. You know what I'm saying? Says worried about where she mm-hmm. is and worried about mm-hmm. what she ain't doing. And every time something looked like I heard her phone on TV, I was picking up the phone in deep tears, wondering if somebody was going to give me something I didn't want to hear. But I'm here to tell everybody. He gave me that child because he's building in me character. He's building in me to become a better mom and to give it, give her back to him. So you know what? Now I roll over and go to sleep. I promise y'all I don't miss a beat. I think I snore more now. Because you know what I say? Okay. Lord, she's yours. She's not mine anymore. She never has been mine, has she? You gave her to me, so now I got to trust you and give her back to you. That's what this is all about. What are we speaking in our lives? Every bit of it. What are we saying? Every bit of it. What are we thinking? I read a book, says, you got to hear me. I heard a a quote, and it says, the difference between us and a rich man is thinking. That's the only thing that separates you, man, is your thinking. We thought it was the whole time. Okay. Right. That's what you got to clear your thinking, what, people. You know, the, the word of God says that, you know what I'm saying, what is in your heart will come out of your mouth. So first thing you've got to do is cleanse, cleanse your heart. You know, what is in your heart? What are you producing that, that would go from your heart to your mind and through your lips? Because if there's darkness in your heart, even when you are concerned, then the words that come out of your mouth are going to be dark. The words that come up out of your mouth will not be able to edify or to encourage you. David said he encouraged himself. He encouraged himself. Think about it. Now think about all that he had to walk through. And if you stop and you think about everything that you have had to walk through in your life, you've got to stop and be able to encourage yourself. But in your self-encouragement, it's really coming from the spirit of the living God that lives within you. Who, excuse me, who is there, who's saying, come on, baby girl, you can do it. Come on, baby boy, I created you for greatness. Come on now, I know you can accomplish what I've called you to because I put it there for you. And everything you need along every step of the way is there. Trust me, have faith in me, believe in me. See, I, I, I don't have faith and confidence in myself. I have faith and confidence in the God that lives within me. Because Cornette can mess up some stuff. I promise you I can mess up some stuff. Okay? But God never fails. God never gets it wrong. He is ever faithful through it all. He is that one constant that has been in my life for 61 years. He is. 
So because of that, I know I can trust him to see me through. I can trust him to guide me. I can be his orator. I can ask him to give me the words that should come out of my mouth. Because he has created me in his image and in his likeness. So that's what we've got to get to. Our faith, our hope, our trust, and our confidence is not in who we are. Our faith, our hope, our trust, and our confidence is who he is. And the fact that we belong to him. The fact that we belong to him. We have talked about this on other shows. And, and the, the understanding of what it means to be a kingdom citizen. So often that word is just bantered around, kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. It's become the new buzzword in Christendom. But you got to get a firm understanding on what kingdom means and what it is to be a kingdom citizen. The king is responsible for his citizens. Okay? So my God, who is also my father, who is also my king, is responsible for everything that concerneth me. And when I understand that and I recognize that and I walk in that, then that's where my confidence comes that I can accomplish all things through him. Not through me, but through him. Amen. 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 You Amen. see what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. So I, love the way you can, I love the way you do that. Yes. I love the way you break that down. See, I, I, was, I tell everybody all the time about... <clears throat> My sister has another program as well on um, Facebook, and it's Kingdom Building. And she talk, she gives us kingdom nuggets. But in order for you to watch that, you have to know that you're worthy enough to be into the kingdom of God. Stop, t- stop letting the devil tell you that you're not worthy enough. Stop letting the devil tell you you're not good enough because you are good enough. Mm-hmm. You're good enough to receive mm-hmm. everything that God has had from you from the beginning of birth. See, that's what the enemy's mm-hmm. job is to come and tell you what you can't do. That's the enemy's job to come and tell you what you're not. That's the enemy's job to come and tell you, oh, look at you. Look, at it's been 10 years now. Oh, you said you was going to write that book. You still ain't wrote a book yet. But look at my sister. She said, yeah, it's been 10 years, but I'm still staying strong with the vision. I know what God told me. I know what he showed me, and I'm going to put it into existence. Man, let me tell you guys something. It may take a couple. It may take a little bit. It may take a little while longer for those dreams to come forth. But do not give up. Do not Amen. grow weary. Do not. Mm. I'm telling you, it's so easy. You keep holding on to what you know that your God, your heavenly father is. And that's all powerful. Mm-hmm. He has all power mm-hmm. in his hands. And believe yeah, this, if yeah. he said that it's going to come to pass, then it is. He said, I've sent my word mm-hmm. to go which I accomplished it. And not mm. to return unto me void. But go and accomplish the purpose which I have sent it to do. Now, hear these yeah. words, what I said, because this is where people are going to get tripped out, what I'm ready to say. Sometimes you better look at your dreams and sit down again and talk to the Heavenly Father. Because what you mm. probably had as your dreams is not what God had planned and lined up in your life. Maybe that's why True. things are not going the way you thought. Oops, mm. I got to put a bomb in that because that was me. Mm. Again. Yep, it sure looks mm-hmm. good. It seemed like, you know what I'm saying? Come on now, everybody. Mm-hmm. We all mm-hmm. caught being the president of the United States. Man, put me in there. I can do that better than he can. We definitely know Man, we got please. somebody in there showing us that it's not easy to run mm-hmm. uh, run the world the way that it's supposed to be ran. Mm-hmm. So let me say this to you. People, what have God called you to do? Do you really know? Yeah. Are you still playing with it? That's all I'm asking. Do you really know? Because he, for a long time, mm-hmm. I thought he called me to do this, and he called me to do that. Mm-hmm. But that was somebody mm-hmm. else's calling. It wasn't mine. Yeah. And what's more disturbing is to get 15, 20 years down the road and finally wake up and realize that was Corlette's calling, Tanya. You were trying to walk in, not Tanya's. Mm-hmm. Sit down with the father. A lot of people don't want to take that time. I don't, I, I, I know. We sit down and we take that, we just, we pray to him and we think, we just pray to ourselves sometimes. We wonder if he's really hearing yes. us. We wonder, is he really going to? Yes, he does hear your prayers. And I tell he people does. all the time, don't underestimate the power of God. Don't underestimate mm-hmm. because he don't answer the way you want him to, because he doesn't do it the way you think he's supposed to. That does not mean mm-hmm. that he's not God. 
That means that that was your will and not his. Amen. I heard this years ago, and it said that God answers prayers in three ways, yes, no, and wait. (laughs) Okay? So, you know, we we need to understand that. Delay does not mean denial. Delay does not mean denial just because, and and here's the key, we have to learn to walk in that type of faith that says, okay, Lord, what is the last thing that you said to me regarding this situation? Because until you tell me something different, I'm going to continue walking in that last bit of information you gave me. You see, what we do is we get weary in the journey, and we, are, we get anxious in the journey, and then it's like, okay, we think that, oh, well, let me step out here and help God, because he hasn't said anything to me about this for a long time. So I must need to do something else. What was the last thing he told you regarding that situation? Nine times out of ten, you haven't done that last thing yet, and that's why he hasn't told you anything else to do. I've been there. I have been in situations where God clearly gave me directive and something to do, and I did not follow through in what he told me to do. And then a couple of years later, I'm sitting there going, well, what am I supposed to do, Lord? You know, you've been silent on this. You haven't said anything. And and he is literally, what did I tell you? You didn't do what I told you to do. So then it's like rewind, as you said, Tanya, reset, okay, that's powerful. That's powerful. Right. that's powerful. That's powerful, Seth. That's powerful. Powerful. Yeah, that's what I'm telling everybody right now. I'm one of those hard-headed people. It takes me a while to get things. I don't know why. God forgive. I didn't, I didn't pray it a lot of times. But I'm here to tell you that doesn't mean that you're different. It just means sometimes we take a little bit longer. I talk to a friend every day on the phone about Facebook. I'm like, I'm trying to get this thing. I'm trying to understand Facebook. I think I'm trying to post stuff, and I post the wrong things. Y'all, whoever hears me out there, please, I'm still trying to learn. I'm 50-something years old where some people can get it really fast. It takes me a little bit longer. So I'm still trying to learn something. I'm coming out of my comfort zone. I remember a couple years ago, my sister said, Sis, get on Facebook so you can let the people know about the radio show. And I remember saying, I'm not getting on Facebook. I didn't really want to tell her at the time that I was scared. I was scared of getting on Facebook because I didn't want to post anything wrong. I didn't want to say anything wrong. I didn't want to put out there in front of um, thousands of people if I made a mistake. But I'm here just to say something to everybody out there. Don't give up on who you are because you have not seen the manifestation of the dream. You have to sit down with your Heavenly Father and make sure that your visions of what you thought of your grandeur are lining up with His. Mm -hmm. And that's so important because we give up Mm. on God because we get mad at him because we like, you told me, no, he probably never told you you were going to get married. You told yourself you wanted to get married. And you went out there and got your own husband. That's why the rib don't fit. Because you went into the land of dry bones to try to get Mm. something to make it fit for you because that's what you wanted. And then 10 years down the road, you're miserable in this relationship, and you wonder why. Father, what did you do? No, mm-hmm. what did you do? Mm-hmm. What did you do? That's right. That's what right. did you do? See, that's mm-hmm. the point. Okay, fine. So we're there. So we made our mistakes. But it's mm-hmm. nothing wrong. We're like, if you're riding a bicycle, somebody told me, I'm not a motorcycle rider, sis. I don't know if you heard about this. And for all motorcycle riders out there that are listening, they said if you get in an accident, it's best that if you get back up and get back up on the motorcycle again, because if you don't, you allow the fear to grip you. Well, that's like being in a car accident, because I've been in a couple of them. Once you're in a car accident, you know how you get behind the wheel again? Now you're really being extra cautious. Now you're really looking around where you didn't look around before, where when you first got your driver's license, you did. But when you get comfortable after having your driver's license for a while, you don't pay attention to the same things. And then before you know it, you're in an accident, you're like, where did this come from? Well, this is what I'm trying to tell you. It's your walk in Christ. A lot of times. See, what happens is when we start off with him, we're feeling all good, and he gives us this confidence, and then we're feeling all good Mm -hmm. in him, and then we're walking and everything, and then we get too cocky because we think we got it all figured out. So we go ahead and we start making our own stuff and doing our own thing. And before you know it, we're sitting here with a mess in our hands and looking to the heavenly father like a kid do us and say, fix it. I need you to fix it for me. Yes. Hmm. 
I I was that person. I I want everybody to know I was that person. I did things on my own, and then I looked at my father like a little kid and said, now I want you to fix it. I told you don't get married. I know you told me. I told the Lord, I know what you told me, but you said it was better to marry than to burn. So I went ahead and got married. Mm. Now I'm really burning up because the person I married can't put my fire out. What happened? Because mm. if you would have listened, he would have told you in the first place that that wasn't your mm-hmm. reason. He did tell you. No, he that wasn't your dream. You. He didn't listen. That's the key. Right. You right. Know? You get me what That's I'm saying? Exactly. He does tell us. We just don't. He does tell us. you, people. You, we just don't want to listen. So I'm here to tell you, it's so important. Just like in a relationship, a friendship, a marriage, or whatever, communication is important. Well, guess what, people? It's just important communicating with your Heavenly Father first. It all mm-hmm. it takes is for you when you wake up in the morning and open up your eyes. Right then you say, I'm making, um, Heavenly Father, I need you today because I don't even know. I don't even know how this day going to go, but you do. So I need you to lead, guide, direct me, and I need you to love me along the way. I'm scared, Daddy. I'm scared waking up because I don't, I don't know the possibilities or any possibilities in my life today. But I'm not scared because I know that I have you, and I can do all things in Christ that strengthens me. So I want to be at all with you today. That's what I tell the Heavenly Father. I want to be at all with you today. Let me be at all with you. Open up my eyes even more. Let me look at the beauty of, the, of life and the world around me now. Let me stop taking for granted the friendships and the people that you placed in my life. Let me look at all the people that you put in my life was to make me strong. Let me be able to recognize them and love on them and appreciate them today. Let me do that. Because once I do that, then you'll take me to the next level. If you can't appreciate the people in your pathway now, if you can't love the people in your pathway now, if you're struggling having problems with the people in your life now, then how are you going to go to another level in Christ? Because did you not know higher level, higher devils? Hmm. Tell people that all the time. I used to say, get that person getting on my nerves. Lord, take them. Uh Uh-uh, move them. Buddha, I didn't see, I didn't have a tolerance after a while. And then finally the Lord set mm-hmm. me down like a little kid and said, you remember when you was out there cutting up? I was like, yeah. Well, I see, I remember when I put your sister Colette and I put that person in your life to tolerate you while you was cutting up. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then you said you can't deal with who? I was like, did I say I couldn't, did I say I had a problem? I, I didn't say I had a problem. <laughs> I didn't think that's what you said. See, people don't believe mm-hmm. it, but you can talk to the father like that. I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think that's what you said, Tanya. I thought, I thought what you said was, Father, I'm so glad you put that person in my life. They kind of contained it, how I was, what I was going through. But I know you're going to give me the solution and the ability to minister to them. So the same way that somebody ministered to me and loved on me, you're going to allow me to have that ministry even greater to bring this next person out. Amen. And that's how I look at it. Amen. So it all, what my sister said today was, are you doing what God has called you to do? But you can't do That's what God it. has called you to do if you don't use the tools that he's given you to do it with. And that's your mind. Totally. That's your body. That's your soul. And also, again, I remember it when 2018 came in. I said, the Lord said, speak to the children and tell them in 2018 that everything that they speak out of their mouths shall proceed. Everything that they believe shall proceed. So it's very important. I don't care if you lost your job yesterday. Don't give up on the same God just today, yesterday, and forevermore. That's not, mm-hmm. guess what? He'll outlast that job anytime. A relationship yes, that walked will. out or whatever. Give God the praise and the glory if somebody walked out your life. Mm-hmm. I had somebody who mm-hmm. had to tell me, you know what? Um, you know, our friend, I feel like uh, the kind of friends that we are has reached this plateau. I was like, thank you, Jesus, because I didn't have enough strength to say it otherwise. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Move on. Hmm. So what I'm trying to tell everybody out there is love on yourself with your words. Love God with your words, not just with your words, but with your actions and your heart. How can you say you love God and you don't love yourself? Please, people, that's the devil is lying to you and trying to make you believe it's possible. No, it's not. You cannot love your heavenly father and don't love yourself. Because in God, in Christ, there is love. He saturates you with love. And accept it. Because it is a true gift to love. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to talk to Deaf Seth, but I just wanted oh, to make no, a point good. to everybody. Yeah, and, and, and you know, everybody. Point, and, and let me just add to that point is the same goes for those that are around you. Like Pam just said, you know, you can, how do you say you love God and you don't love yourself? Likewise, how do you say you love God whom you've never seen and you hate your brother who you see every day? So, again, we go back to that matter of the heart. What is in your heart? Because if your heart is black, then the words that are coming out of your mouth are going to be black as well. How you treat others is going to be black as well. I talked to somebody on my job this week, and this person, (coughs) excuse me, had been kind of put in a leadership role, and everybody that she was supposed to be interacting with, had every one of them had been in my office complaining. So I said, this individual, because she kept coming to me saying, I don't see how you do it. I don't see how you do it. So I said, let me explain to you. You keep coming to me and saying, you don't see how I do it. Here's how I do it. I do it because I deal with each person on the level which they are at. I'm never condescending. I never look down on anybody. I try to see their strengths and capitalize on their strengths and whatever their shortcomings are, try to enhance them. So there is never a time when I'm talking down to somebody or I'm commanding somebody that I'm requesting that they do something and I'm talking to them and not at them. And that comes from the heart. When you feel that you are better than anybody else, when you feel that you are superior in whatever it is your knowledge factor is or what have you, then you're going to have a problem dealing with other people. This individual said, well, maybe I need to read a book. I said, well, okay. So if you need to read a book, I ask you to get two books. I get a book on people skills and get a book on leadership. Because first and foremost, if everybody is complaining and you are the common denominator, then you have to step back and look at yourself. Now, it happens to be that this very individual who is very young, to me, because they're just in their mid-30s, so for me, that's young, is estranged from family, from friends, and and about to be estranged from all of her coworkers. Why is that? If everybody has an issue or you have an issue with everybody, you are that common denominator. It is about you stepping back and taking a look at yourself. Self-evaluation. Let me tell you, I have to do a self-evaluation very, very frequently. And I have to because I have the type of nature that I am very upfront and direct with people. So I have to make sure that as I am that, I'm A, building people up, even if I have to correct them, B, monitoring how I say things and my delivery in that. What is my attitude or my heart set behind what it is I say. So if you're dealing with that same issue, then it's time for you to do a self-evaluation again, again, again. Your words are shaping your destiny. So if you are misspeaking to someone else and misrepresenting the love of God that Tanya was just talking about when you're addressing other people because you're not feeling that love in your heart, then you're going to misrepresent who you are supposed to be an ambassador for because God is love. No matter what is going on, like Ham said, he had to sit her down and say, take a look at who you were. He does that to me quite frequently too, okay? So because of how much grace had to be extended to me because of the great sin that was in my life, the word of God says where sin abounds, grace much more abound. So it took great grace, okay, for me to come into a saving knowledge of my God. Then I have to recognize and understand that I have to extend that same grace to others, and so do you. So do you. So, again, you've got to do a self-evaluation of what is your motive behind what you do, what is your attitude in your delivery of what you do, who are you, Who do you think you are, okay? You know, a lot of times people will say that in a very derogatory manner, who you think you are, you know, that kind of attitude. But sometimes we have to stop and think, who do I think I am? 
do I recognize that it is but by the grace of God that I am that I am? Because without his grace, there goes me, <laughs> okay? So take a self-evaluation in your, your talking and dealing with other people. It is vital that you are showing forth the love of God in the midst of every situation. This is funny to me. I found this post a couple of days ago, and I had to share it on my page because I promise you it spoke volumes to who I was back in the day. Now, I'm I'm better. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. I'm better. But this is what the post said. It said, God, give me patience. And then under that it said, because if you give me strength, you're going to have to give me bail money too. I rolled when I saw that. But that is so Yes, I had weird. I posted that. I, I posted that. <laughs> I had to post that because that I wanted to tell everybody so that's real. how I feel. Isn't it though? Because if you do, you're gonna have to probably you know what I'm saying, you have to reach back and give me something else. I love what you just said, sis. But well I I wanna let everybody know. Please hear me, people. We are already almost the February is almost gone. When I look at my schedule work because we do three weeks in advance, it's just almost gone. You guys got to hear me, what I'm saying to you. I've been seeing the last couple of weeks, bosses have been with a company for 30, 35 years losing their jobs. <clears throat> People walking in and telling them, you no longer, you look, you voted off the island. You don't even have a choice. Mm. They didn't even, you know, one of my managers didn't even have a choice to take his son's picture down out the manager's office before they, they got rid of him so fast. It made his head swim. Wow. But I'm here to tell mm. you guys something. God is in a, he is in a, mir- a miracle working business. He is reorganizing yes. and shaking some things up in a lot of our lives. You may have been on mm. this job for 15 and 20 years and now all of a sudden he's moving you off of this job. He's moving you because mm. that's not where you were supposed to be. You said 20 years on a job where you thought that that's where God wanted you. And he was telling you for 20 years, he wants you to be somewhere else. Trust God mm, mm, in this mm. transition time of your life. Trust God what you're doing. Man, I remember I have a really good friend of mine says, and if you guys have been following me on Facebook, I've been talking about the product Plexus. And, you know, when people come after you about something, it always looks like it's a little bit easier than what you think that it is. And, man, I just took off with it, and I thought, this is going to be easy because I can talk, I can do this, I can do that. But, man, when you get into it and they're saying you have to do it like this, it's not, it's not your way, Tanya. I understand. I, I think you knew, you thought it was going to be like this, but you still got to stick to guidelines. It's still protocol in everything that you do. I was like, what? I was like, hold up a minute. I don't, hold up. I don't, I don't even know. See, what I'm trying to tell you guys is it's protocol in the kingdom of God, people. It is still mm-hmm. protocol in the kingdom of God, how you do things. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. go ahead of God. And expect him to bless it. I had to tell a young lady, sis, on my job, I was praying for her about something that went down. And she was like, pray. And I said, we already prayed about it. She said, I need you to pray again. I said, the word of God said, pray without ceasing. But see, the thing about it is, see, God will vindicate you when you're right. I know he will. But see, it may not be when you think he's going to do it. Because my sister mm. walked through with me when I was on a job for over 19 years, and they fired me for no reason at all. They lied and camped around me, said I attacked his coworker and everything. Everybody hear me when I talk about it. I could not understand it. My sister called me down to Palm Springs. Come on down here. I know you've been stressed out. You remember that, sis? I remember yep, waking her I up sure maybe do. about 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. I was on my face prostate. The Holy Spirit woke me up and told me to start praying. I started praying in the Spirit. I couldn't even come out. See, he knew what was getting ready to happen before I knew. He knew that they was already on the bargaining table saying what they was not going to give me and what they was not going to do. But he woke me up at mm-hmm. 4 o'clock in the morning, had me on my face praying about what they're going to do and what God said was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Hear me, people. He vindicated me. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. As the song said, God favored mm-hmm. me. See, I tell mm-hmm. people all the time. I tell my husband. I tell people all the time. How you wake up is normally how your day ends. You have the choice mm-hmm. to change your day anytime you want to. But if you wake up and you are ready with hell in you, well, normally that's how your day going to be with hell all day long. Mm-hmm. I wake mm-hmm. up in the morning when I open my eyes, and the first thing I say before I get out of bed is, thank you, Daddy, for waking me up. I'm so grateful for you. I'm looking around, y'all, because yeah. I'm still, my feet yeah. ain't hit the ground yet, right? I'm like, I want to thank mm-hmm. you so much for loving me. Because you didn't have to wake me up this morning. You just did not have to. That's right. So I'm telling you right That's now, right. be positive. 
Love yourself, love people, because that's what God commanded us to do. Wake up in your, mm-hmm. in your life when your eyes open. Wake up with a purpose, even if you don't know what may happen that day. But when you wake up that morning, wake up saying, I'm going to make a difference in this world today because that's what God has called me to do. I'm going to do something different yeah. that I've never done before. I'm going to put it out there like I've never did it before. Because I'm going to tell you something, even though they're letting go of people, left and right on my job right now, you know what I told the Lord? But I still trust you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what may happen mm-hmm. to mine, but guess what? I've been out of work before, and you bless me. You'll do it again. Mm-hmm. You're the same God. Yes. You're an on-time God. Amen. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, he is. Amen. Amen. You know, the word says that they overcome by their testimony, by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. Their, the testimony is what you just said. God, you've done it before. Why would I doubt you now? You know, and I think a lot of times we forget the power of our testimony, not to rehearse everything that we've been through over and over and over again to give it glory or something, but to recognize. You know, I've said this before many times, but this is so real to me. When I came to the Lord, it wasn't because I was at my lowest. It was because at my lowest, he was there, even though I was yet out there doing all manner of things. And when I started to come up and get a hope on life, it was like, you know what, God, you have been so good to me, and the only thing that I can give you back is me. Is me. I don't have anything else. But if you'll accept me, I will give you that. So we got to get to that place where we have to we look back in awe of how God has kept us. We look back in awe of the beauty of our God in our lives. He created us in his image and in his likeness and gave us the power and the ability to utilize the words and his word, the word of God, to stand on. I saw something just a little while ago, and it said, no is a complete sentence. It means nothing before it and nothing after it. No is a complete sentence. So when these negative thoughts come your way and when these people want to bombard you with negativity and try and tell you who you are not and who you will never be, you have the right to stand flat-footed and say, no, that is not true. You will not speak that over me. And I believe the word of God who says I have been fearfully and wonderfully made. I have been made in his image and in his likeness. He has given me the power to obtain wealth that his covenant may be established with me. He has allowed me and made my feet as hind feet so I am not going to slip and slide as I maneuver through that that he has called me to do. He is my right standing. He is my peace. He is my joy. He is my guidance. He is my ever-present help in the time of need. And I will hold firmly to his hand and I will not let it go. And that that he says that I am capable of accomplishing, so be it. I'm going to do it. So that's what this show has been all about. That's We're at the end. But that's what it's that's been powerful. all about. That's powerful, sis. That's really powerful what you're saying. I just want everybody to know out there, when you come to the end of the road, to the fork in the road, because I believe a lot of us in 2018 are coming to that right now, it doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. So stop having your baby tantrums trying to get your way with him. Yes. Because it doesn't work mm-hmm. like that. He's not a genie in the bottle, mm-hmm. but he, when you rub it, you tell him. I want how to um, check this out. Go, again, I'm saying again. I don't want to be a cup today. I want to be a bowl, God. That's what I'm telling you I want, I want to be today. This is what I want to be. I want to be a politician, and I want a, this kind of house, this kind of car, and this is what I want you to do. Because Oh, hold mm-hmm. them up a minute, everybody. Woo, woo, woo. What they say, scratch across the record. Scratch across the vinyl. Mm-hmm. Who are you talking to? Who do you really mm. think you're talking to? You're talking to your mm. Heavenly Father that has the power to turn this universe upside down anytime he chooses. So watch That's who it. you're talking to. Just as a child, we, uh, we want our kids to yes, ma'am, and respect us. Respect your Heavenly Father in the same fashion, in the same way. And I believe you'll get results. Instead of you going in your prayer, kneeling down, telling him what you want him to do, why don't you kneel down on your knees and be quiet and shut your mouth and wait for him to tell you what he's going to make you? Because what he said Amen. is I gave my sister a book during Christmas. 
and it was on the table. And she said, oh, my gosh, I love this book. Remember, Sarah? I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you. It's in Jeremiah. You need to read it again. If you're not understanding what God has for you because you're not in the word of God to understand it, ask him, and he will give it to you. We're at the end of the show, and I love you, sis. Thank you for allowing me to express myself today. Amen. Bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. We pray that we have been an encouragement to you on this day. So please have an incredible week. Continue to pursue your prominence, your greatness in God, because that is who you are. And to him be all the glory. Have a phenomenal week, and Lord willing, we will see you at the same God time, same God channel next week. God bless. I love you. I love you. Let's keep it real.